All right, Vinny Fisher here, back with another episode of Total CEO. Hey, before we jump into our show today, I, I want to always encourage you, right? So, you know, we have two active service brands here at Fully Accountable and Total Team, and we have teams that are busy doing certain things, but one of the killers we have is this idea of always backfilling. You know, I have a philosophy here at our companies. You know, I'm okay with walking down a dirt road as long as you're paving the road behind you. And so we're going to talk about some really cool subjects today about something you can do uh, to really grow a, your portfolio. But I love the person I'm going to be talking to because he subscribes to the theory of an automation in the things that you're doing. And so I first want to welcome Mark Podolsky to the show. That Mark, did I say your last name correctly? Many amazing. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. And so yeah. I'm sure that gets hacked. A uh, wonderful Italian name like that probably gets beat up on a regular basis. But first off, Mark, welcome to the show. You are the CEO and founder of uh, The Land Geek, right? And so we can find you at thelandgeek.com. Um, I love that name. I think what's cooler about it is you probably do something that I wouldn't say many people have the privilege of bragging about you develop or excuse me buy hold help others figure out how to buy hold raw land is that right yeah yeah absolutely i mean I, you know i think i have the best passive income model and because it's a one-time sale okay. you, get, you get recurring passive income but i don't have to deal with renters rehabs renovations or rodents and because i'm not dealing with a tenant i'm exempt from dodd frank or RESPA or the SAFE Act, these sort of onerous uh, real estate legislation acts. And it's really, for me, sort of the, the ultimate lifestyle business. I can work at it two hours a week and we get this passive income coming in. You can do it from anywhere in the world. And, you know, a lot of people that I work with are, you know, CEOs yeah. or they're, they're yeah. lawyers or doctors and they want a, a side hustle because they want to build their passive income in case you know, the doctor hurts his hand or, you know. All right. So later on, we're going to get into this discussion of how your whole business, 90% right. automated. I love that. But let's, right. let's, let's get everyone tuned in. So this idea of having, I think every entrepreneur, including the one who's talking to you right now, loves this idea of the side hustle or diversification of, of the ways we can get our assets moving. So give me like the quick blueprint of, of the model of why this would be a great thing to add into my portfolio. Okay, so this is, this is what we do. Yep. I kind of walk you through it step by step. Yep. And, you know, on a cash flip, we're looking at about a 300% return on our investment. But the way I really love to sell it is owner financing at about an 800 to 1,000% return on investment. That's so better than 300, yeah. so I like that. Yeah, so where do you live? I live just south of Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, you're south of Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. And let's say, for example, that you own 20 acres of raw land in a county in Texas, right? And you owe $200 in back taxes. And I get the back tax list from the treasurer. I say, oh my gosh, Vinny Fisher owes $200 in back taxes on this 20 acre parcel of land. And he lives in Cleveland, Ohio. You're advertising to me two things. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to the raw land. Yep. And number two, you're distressed with this property in some way. Because when we don't value something, we don't pay for it. And you haven't paid your property taxes. So what I'll go and do, and I'll look at the comparable sales for the last, say, the last 12 to 18 months. Like, oh, that 20-acre parcel has been selling at about $20,000. Well, then all I'm going to do is 
divide by four. And that gets me what Warren Buffett would call 300% margin of safety. So I'm going to send you an actual offer in the mail for your property of $5,000, right? Now you've been getting notices from the county treasurer. If you don't pay your taxes, you're going to lose your property to tax deed sale or tax lien sale to an investor. So you've been, so there's mental bandwidth going through. You're like, what am I going to do this property in Texas? I'm in Cleveland. I'm never going to go there, whatever it is. Right. So three to 5% of people will accept this quote unquote top dollar offer of, of 20 cents on the dollar. So you accept my offer. of five. Uh, let me just make sure I heard you quickly. Five, something close to 5% of the people take that first shot right there. Exactly. Oh, exactly. All right. Because right. something's better than nothing. Yeah, and so, so all you had to do was a little bit of direct mail, uh, do a little bit of thing. So minimal investment, you get a 5% take rate on that. Okay, cool. Like it. Right, right. So now I've got to go through due diligence or research, yeah. right? Yeah. Number one, I've got to make sure you actually own the property. Right. Number two, I've got to make sure the back taxes are only $200, right? That there's still margin in the deal. Yep. I want to go through title. I want to make sure there's no breaks in the title. There's no liens or encumbrances. And we outsource this to a company in the Philippines that has access to an American title company service. Yeah. And you've just created systems and processes in place to just get all that done. Exactly. So we get it all done. Yep. We're going to go ahead and close. Now I own your property and now I have a best built in buyer for your property at $20,000. Do you know who it is? No idea. This is, this is the killer piece of my model because in every other real estate niche, they don't have it. It's the neighbor, the neighbor. Nice. So I send out neighbor letters and say, look, before I go to the open market. Love it. What's the take rate It's very, very high. It's 50%, very high. 30%? Probably around 50%. Nice. Very nice. Right. Love that. So, A couple questions for you. Out of the five grand, you had to pay the taxes. Right. So now we're 5,200. 5200 bucks. Or actually, you know, what often I'll do is I'll come back to you and say, Vinny, the most I want to pay for this property was 5000 So you're going to net 4800 because you owe 200 in back taxes. So it's 5000 Got it. Right, because you want to get that covered in there so you, have your, you build that in. And, there, and, right. and that friction is low because if I was in at five, I was in at 4200 right? Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I get it. Makes total sense to me. I have these weird questions about why the heck Vinny Fisher would own land in, in Texas, but separate point on that. We'll, I, we won't go there because that's just- Maybe, like, maybe you inherited it from your parents, right? Gotcha. Yeah. But I love this angle of the neighbors. What a clever- way. All right. So cool. Let's go back to the business model now. So you, you guys over there at the Land Geek- landgeek.com if you help people just get this going and what do you do do you do the process for them they pay you like how does that all work out yeah i mean we we have assistance in every step of the way so for the do-it-yourselfers we have a online tutorial course that provides everything you need to do it yourself from the contracts to the model to how to get the list how to scrub the list how to close how to sell we automate the marketing all these things step by step. Now, you know, if you're like me, right? Like I like a personal trainer. Like if I, you know, I need someone to make me go to the gym. Absolutely. I'm all about so we, someone needs to push me. Yeah, yeah. So we provide that, per, that personal training for people as well from, you know, group coaching all the way up to one-on-one coaching. Cool. And, and then from there, um, for the person that's an accredited investor, we actually have a done for you fund. Gotcha. And so then that, that, that leads me to my next point. So, you know, 
only 30 to 50% take you up. So you got, you're holding a bunch of land, right? Well, okay. So, so now the neighbors pass, right? Yep. Let's say. Yep. Well, then we have another way of marketing. So I'm going to sell this property 30 days or less. And the, the key is I'm going to make it irresistible. I'm going to make it a car payment. So for, four, for you know, that 20 acres in Texas, I'm going to only ask for $5,000 down. So I'll get my money out of the down payment or maybe within six months of the down payment, I'll make it a car payment. $4.99 a month and 9% interest over, say, the next 72 months, right? And now I've got $4.99 a month coming in every single month. I've got my capital out, and I don't have to deal with renters. I don't have to deal with rehabs, did you get renovations, or rodents. How'd you get into this? So I was a very unhappy, miserable investment banker in 2000. I had a 45-minute commute to work and back. I was micromanaged. I mean, it got so bad for me, Vinny. I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast and having to be back at work on Monday. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, how many – what do you think? What do you think the I, – I have an idea because I've watched this stuff too. What do you think the percentage of people who, who just resonate with that feeling are? Nine out of ten. Eight out of 10, tie. Somewhere high of seven. I bet you're right about that. It's sad, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, so there yeah. you are. Your mouth's ready to go on that muffler pipe. And what the heck happened? So my firm hires this guy and he's telling me that on the side, he's going to these tax deed auctions. He's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar, and he's flipping them online and he's making an average return of 300%. Well, Vinny, I'm looking at companies all day long and a great company, a great company has 15% EBITDA margins yeah. or free cash flow. Great company. Yep. Yep. Your average company is at 10% and I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So I don't believe them. So I've got three grand saved up for car repairs. We go to New Mexico. I buy 10 half acre parcels at an average price of $300. I do exactly what he says to do. I put them up online. They all sell in the next week for over $1,200. 300%. It worked. So I took all that money and I went to another auction in Arizona, which is where I live. And there's no, I mean, again, it's 2000. There's no one in the room, right? I'm buying up lots and acreage for nothing. And over the next six months, I sold off all that property. I made over $92,000 cash. So I go to my wife. I'm like, honey, I'm going to quit my job. And I'm going <laughs> to invest in that land full time. And she said, absolutely not. She's pregnant at the time. So I said, fine, fine. So I did it part-time for around 18 months. And it took about 18 months for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income. And then I quit and I've been doing it full-time ever since. And how long has that been? Uh, since 2001. Nice. Very nice. So like, why? I have two questions. Let's ask the basic easy one. Why wouldn't someone dabble around in this? And then the next question I'll jump into on top of that is where would you recommend someone to start who's way past that first question? Like, well, you got my attention, Mark. Why wouldn't someone want to do this? I think it's not sexy. If you go on HGTV or the DIY network, you're going to see flip this house. Yep. Right. And yep. there's something very uh, visual about a home. Right. Tangible. Let's use the word. Like I can get my hands right. on it. Right. right. And it's also, it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that, you, Vinny, may not ever be interested in buying a piece of raw land, you know, two hours from the nearest city. So you think from your perspective, well, if I don't want to buy this land, 
who's going to buy this land? Well, the, the, the truth of the matter is I've done this over 5,200 times. I've never been stuck with a piece of raw land. And I've made so many mistakes. I bought a piece of property on the side of a mountain and I put it up on eBay at a minimum bit of a dollar. I paid $2,500 this 40 acre parcel. By the 10th day, it went for $32,500 and I'm freaking out, right? I'm like, did you read the ad? He's like, yeah, it's perfect. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm a director in LA and I want to film out there. I don't want to deal with permits. So, I mean, so it's crazy. There literally is a pig for every barn. Anyways, I think that's why people don't want to do it. There's a pig for every barn. I'm taking that one. I own that now. I know it's not yours, but I love it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so like, um, let's go back. Where I someone's excited? I'm sure we got at least one person in addition to Vinny who's like, all right, this is kind of cool because you know I've been a corporate lawyer for a long time before I jumped down to the things I'm doing. I don't think I ever had a client who was doing any of the work you're doing. And I used to do all the tax sales and all that stuff. And so this is intriguing. I think it's clever. Where does someone start? I think they need to start with education, right? Because you don't want to jump into something and really not know what you're doing. So it's a simple model, but just like anything else in life, it ain't easy. So I think the best place to start is really just get educated on all the steps of this business. And so they can go get educated at thelandgeek.com? Yeah, they can go to thelandgeek.com. Um, you know, you can go on YouTube. We have, you know, YouTube videos. I've got a podcast, the Land Geek podcast, all devoted land investing, the Art of, in, Art of Passive Income Model podcast. Once a week, we talk about land investing. So there's tons of information out there. And then once you convince your spouse you want to take the plunge, <laughs> right? Then, you know, we can really help, you know, guide you up that mountain and be your Sherpa and make sure that you get up that mountain, you know, quickly, efficiently, safely, you don't freeze to death. Yeah, I love that clever model. So what would, what would be a reason why you would say stay away? I, I think you would stay away if you are really, really financially stable, right? You've already got passive income coming in. So the game I play is, and I play with all my clients, how long before your passive income exceeds your fixed expenses? So good example is Jeff Axton's a full-time firefighter. He started with me about three years ago. He makes over 10,000 a month in passive income, right? Which for some people are like, oh, that's, that would be enough for him. He makes more money in land working two hours a day than he does as a full-time firefighter. So wait a minute, you're, you're giving, so I'm a good example. We have more passive income than we do our active income. So you're saying I shouldn't do this because I already have that? Well, if you, well, yeah, if you already have enough passive income, right, then it becomes, well, how, how much comp, more complicated do I want my life to be? And that's a, that's a personal choice, yep. right? I mean, if you're type A, which you probably are, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, blow it up and it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I just like the idea of diversification, right? So if I've got one yeah. source and I can figure out another channel to that, you know, because let's say I had fun and we just, let's just pick on me for a little bit. I decide yeah. to jump in and do it. What kind of effort am I expecting to put in to uh, see the type of return that I would want to be in my portfolio? Yeah. So we ask all our clients to devote a focus two hours a day for the first year. By okay. the end of the year, I want you completely out of the business. You should be able to travel the world and this machine should run without you. So I work two hours yeah. for the year in order to produce that. What kind of rate of return? Well, we're averaging about a thousand percent on notes, 300% on cash. Okay. So yeah. it's worth the two hours, right? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So other than the classic, someone doesn't follow through, what's the reason why someone doesn't succeed in this model? That's the reason, grit, right? Because it's hard, like anything else in life. You know, it's hard to embrace the suck, especially, you know, a lot of people that come into the land geek. I think you and I are going to be fast friends. These are like things I say all the time to our team. So yeah, this is great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, you know, like automation and systems and, you know, we get a lot of engineers that really appeal to this and then they've got to get on the phone and they've got to close Mm -hmm. and they're uncomfortable. Right. So just like anything, when you're really good at something and then you've got to go back to being a beginner, right. Your mind's telling you this shouldn't be so hard. Yeah. Right. And it is in the beginning because you've got to get, you got to get your reps in to the point where it's new. confidence and then it's fun. I mean, it's new. Like, you know, it's funny. We do this thing called the trusted advisor where we equip accounting professionals and it, you know, for you and I, it's like painting a wall, the same wall every day, right? We're encouraging right. someone to go figure out something new and man, the fail rate is not because it doesn't work. The fail rate is because they decide to not put the effort in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, like I'll, I'll watch my, my child with math, right? After a minute, he's like done with that math problem. And like, if you look at like, like a a Chinese math student, they'll work on that same problem for 10 minutes. Right. right? They just have more persistence, more grit. It's like just part of the culture. Like, no, you can do it. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think you want things to be easy. I excelled in school, not because I'm smarter. I just, I just knew I, some light bulb kicked on when I was young that I'm just going to outwork everyone around me. Yeah. That's, yeah. there you go. That's and I, I just never changed from that. Someone's like, what's the key to your success? I'm like, you're going to give up way before I ever do. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to say that I'm ambitiously lazy, right? Um, to the point where I want systems. I want automation. I don't want to be in the business. I want to work on the business. But at some point I had to do everything myself to have competence to step out. Cool. Right? Well, I, I don't believe in abdication. With, let me, let me drop right here. We're, we're with Mark Podolsky, the land geek. You can find him at thelandgeek.com. What's really cool. If you're looking for diversification in your portfolio and want some passive income, I think there's a really cool model, Mark. The he buys raw land and flips it for anywhere 300% on cash to 1,000% on notes. Sounds like a good use of dollars. All right, love it. Anybody who's heard this part of the show and they are interested in this, they need just to go to your link. It'll be in the show here, you can find it. Let me ask you a question about your business, Mark. What is the, what's the thing that you're uh, having to work the most at right now? What burdens or, or struggles are you guys having to overcome in your business? So, our business is going really well. I, I think, you know, the, the big challenge for us now is what I call Kaizen, right? Continuous improvement. How can we 10X what we did in 2017? We'd close over 220 deals, right? How do we, how do, we do 400? How do we do 1,000, right? What do we need to do to do that? And, and how do we do that? And so, you know, God forbid you get a call from me after I've had a cup of coffee because I'm like, let's break something. What can we do this? Can we do that? right? Like what, what if we do this? And so, um, so that's the big challenge is, is, you know, just is the continuous scale of the model. Yeah. Yeah. The continuous scale because, um, so what's what's holding it back from 200 to 400 like now, um, me probably, (laughs) you know, you know, capital is not an issue anymore. Um, but in the beginning it was capital because you have to be able to, you know, deploy so much capital, but, um, I think it's, it's just, you know, having the, the marketing and the sales team in place 
to just close more deals. So which side of the business is growing faster, helping other people invest in it or your own, your own deployment of assets? Um, I think the, the, the deployment of assets is growing faster because I've been doing it so long, yeah. right? Um, I'm just better at it. But helping others is, is really hard, fulfilling. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love helping others. And it's, you know, at, at some point in time, like after you've done something for 10 years, you want a new challenge. And then we started a company called geekpay.io that automates the back end of the business. So it's a one-time sale. So we help you get the down payment. And then we do the recurring uh, payments each month via ACH. And we automate the notifications. We automate collecting the money. Oh. If the ACH fails, we charge the credit card on file. So we've really lowered our default rate with software. And um, so I got this really cool SaaS product that lots of industries could take advantage of. Because if there's, let's say you're an accountant and you've got somebody on a recurring basis, right? Well, you could use geekpay.io. You set up one, one time, right? And then you get the recurring thing, but they can log in as the borrower and see what their total balance is. They can make a prepayment. They can change their payment information themselves. And so it allows me to save so much time. And you know, Vinny, look, my whole thing is I can always make more money. I can't get more time. So I'm vicious about how can I save time? Yeah, so you know, one of the attractive parts of our show is, you know, it's cool. We've showed somebody the land uh, idea, this raw land opportunity. You know, the other thing that's attractive is, you know, you and I are business operators. You know, I have a large team. We've got stuff, and people are always intrigued at our level, seven, eight figures, wherever we're at, what's going on in our current thing. So for us, you know, we realize that our mission, in order to get – the mission that I stated at the beginning of Fully Accountable is to – double the profit margin of 10,000 businesses. Well, I learned her, I learned, I don't know, three years in that it's going to take me a long time to get that mission by myself. So we started dealing with our biggest struggle, which is how do I equip other influencers who are accounting professionals doing this? Our biggest hurdle right now is continuing to build out that, the, all that business in a box software stuff we built for ourselves and continue to deploy it out to people. And it's this like this yearning thing to continue our mission. And so I always love to hear, that's why I went first. I would love to hear like where you guys are in your friction model. Cause I'm not sure it's tight enough for me to go from 200 to 400. Like, so the, the biggest friction is you're fighting. I think I heard time versus investment back in the business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really just a people issue. And also then the question becomes, I mean, it becomes a personal issue, right? Like then the question is, well, how much is enough? Right. And, you know, because once we start going to that next level, I'm breaking more systems. I'm, I'm incurring more sort of management headaches. And sometimes there's days like, well, life's pretty good. Right. Do I really want to do this just for growth's sake. And so I have sort of this existential sort of uh, entrepreneurial, uh, you know, crisis sometimes. But then, you know, I talk to my team, like, let's just grow, right? Let's just have some fun with this. So, and but if you can maintain the margin, what would be the no, reason why not to grow? Because if you're the, the issue, yeah. why don't we just remove you out of the way? Well, I am removed out of the way. Well, I no, just need to get more people. But ultimately... That's, that's really the issue. And we, and we are growing and we are doing it. Yep. Just in, it. It's just, you know, you know, growth is a problem. It's just a new problem. 
Well, yeah. I, you know, I've, I've had the privilege of having four eight-figure businesses and we're now in, in the journey of our next one. And um, it, it, no one realizes you hit certain, there's levels, you know, you, right. I think the hard, I don't think the hard, I think the easiest one is to get to seven figures and then you really actually have a business to work on. Right. right. And then all the things start. So I'm with you. I, 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 I say two things, Mark, if you can maintain the margin, right. If your contribution right. margin in your business can be maintained or improved, then what's the barrier to holding back its growth? Cause I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we make agreements with ourselves where we say things like, I don't want a big payroll. I don't want it to be too big. I don't want all these things. Well, those are all resistance points to our time. So if I can actually continue to remove me out of the system, and the business is providing value to the marketplace where it can grow, then aren't those the resistance points we should be working on? Absolutely. This is why I need to hire you as my mentor. <laughs> You're awesome. Hey, we're with Mark from thelandgeek.com. Go check this out. I actually can't wait to do it myself, Mark. I, this is going to be fun. I'm going to dabble with it. Probably going to make someone within my personal little advisory board uh, get stuck in there and working with you guys because I love it. I love, I love diversification of passive income. So I'm trying to figure out now who's going to go spend those two hours a day for me, but it's probably going to happen. And so looking forward to it. Um, so great. here we are. What is, what are you having the most fun with in the business right now? Well, I just, uh, wrote a book, uh, dirt rich and, dirt rich? um, dirt rich, love the name, which talks about, you know, the business and you know, a typical kind of how to business book and, you know, I've, I've finished the book now I'm in the editing. And, and so just like we were talking about, you know, dealing with that resistance, because yeah. for me, like, I'm pretty good at shipping, right? Like I can do a YouTube video. It's not perfect, but I'll ship it. Yeah. But now there's like this little, this little voice in the back of my head, like, is this good enough? Because once you, you publish a book, like it's out there and I can't edit it anymore. Well, I'll tell you this. So Here's my, yeah. I, I've already finished and it's out there, book three. And I've already, I won't name it or claim it yet what book four is because I'm, it's there, but I just don't feel like claiming it out and to everybody right. in the world. So I, I went through that on my first one, a little bit on my second one, and it was gone on my third one. Get it out there. Here's what okay. I would say would be your resistance point, not perfection. It, my wife hit me with this with our first one. Am I good with, my oldest is Sophia. Am I good with Sophia reading this 20 years from now? What will have changed in my life that I will stand behind every word I wrote X amount of years from now? Because everything else, by the way, the second the book leaves your hands, you're going to think you're like a carpenter. You're going to look at 80 reasons why you, you should have wrote different things in it. So that's not going to go away. It's like the curse right. of the writer. And right, that, right. So this, yeah, so I'm, I'm really having fun with just the, the, the psychological struggle of, of it all. Love it. But I'm really glad you told me that. And so, and then of course, you know, I'm just like you. I'm in the middle of my second book. Yeah. And, and so, you know, cause you get that one done, you're like, Oh, the second one's gonna be so much more joyful. And it really is, but I still have to like publish. Yeah. yeah you gotta get, I made that mistake. Um, I, I didn't even know I was writing my first one. It just kind of happened and it was really cool to get it done that way. And I don't think most people have that experience, but whatever. And, uh, I, I started enjoying the journey of the writing the next one more than finishing through the publishing aspect. You know, self-publishing is such an easy thing today. You got to just get that done. And, and, and if you decide to put energy into the marketing of it, that's a secondary discussion, but you got to see it through. Like in any way I can encourage you and call you out in front of the world here, do that, man. Just get it 
into the wild and let the rest of it speak for itself. Thank you. So yeah. this, this is like number, you know, 725 why I need to have you as my mentor. <laughs> well, here you go. You got it right there. All right. We're at the end. So what's one encouragement? Someone's real excited about this show. They caught a couple nuggets from us. What would you say would be you would really encourage that person's next step? I, you know, I would say that, you know, again, I know it sounds self-serving, but really do a deep dive and see if this is something that relates to you. And, and you like the idea of this one-time sale and recurring passive income without the typical headaches that other real estate investors have to have with these really fat margins. So I would say go to landgeek.com. You can download for free our passive income blueprint, get our ebook, how to avoid the three fatal land buying mistakes. Now, and, by the way, in your book that I'm hoping's out soon, Dirt Rich, is, right. is that going to be a fun read for somebody? Yeah, oh yeah, it'll be really this fun. This whole idea, learn a little bit about you, you getting vulnerable, learn a little bit more about this idea of investing in raw land. Is that kind of going to be in there too? That's, that's all in there. Absolutely. Right. Well, I've got a chapter, Embrace the Suck. I will get it out there to my people too. Get it out there. I want to see it. So yeah, one, yeah. one of the fun things we did, I, I, I sometimes have to create competitions with myself. I know now we're getting into some real personal issues, but I decided to get the first book out free on a pod um, download. So that I right. can get a bunch of them out there. And I made a goal with myself to get 20,000 downloads. And I wasn't stopping hitting the Rolodex and contest. And we did it. And because of that, I needed to have the print, the audio, the hardcover, the soft cover, all that kind of behind it. And it forced me to do all that because I made this like, I don't even know, like other than a contest with myself, it forced me to do the rest of it. All right, I'm, I'm going to have to make a game out of, my, out of this now. I think you're going to sure. have to gamify it. Otherwise, you might, right. it might just sit there. You know, the number one thing that people want to do is write a book. The worst thing I've noticed, there's a whole bunch of people who have started who never wrap it up. Well, you owe it to everyone else that you've finished it to finish up the rest of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, you I definitely... It, because you owe it to them, forget all them. You owe it to yourself, mostly. Yeah, yeah. And, and the game I played was, you know, let's pre-sell it. So I have to get it out there. <laughs> right, I already took money, so it's like okay. Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. oh so you like? Yeah. Oh, okay, you kickstarted this thing. Awesome. Kickstarted, really cool. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Sure. All right, hey Mark, it's been a great uh, joy today. Uh, everybody, go check out Mark from the Land Geek, and I think you'll love the stuff he's got going on. Thanks for being on the show today, Mark. Vinny, thanks so much. Can I just mention that if they email support at thelandgeek.com and yep. put in the subject line Vinny or Total CEO, yep. we'll send them for free our ninety-seven dollar passive income launch kit. Oh, I love it. So do you hear that everybody? Like, we'll, And by the way, we'll add that if you'd like in the link of the show, a uh, way for everyone to do that. But what a great gift. And so you total CEO listeners, go take that $100 free gift. I know that I'm going to do it myself. So thanks, Mark. I really appreciate that. Thanks, Vinny. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks. Have a good day. You too.